1: And I'm your host Ronald Schmelzer, and we've really been enjoying the AI Glossary podcast series that we've been on for the last bunch of podcasts uh, episodes, and more coming up, by the way. So if you're not subscribed, you should. And we've been tackling a lot of the key terms that you need to know for AI, machine learning, and big data. Uh, ones that you, if you're doing it in your daily job, hopefully some of you should already know. If not, you know now, or maybe you're interacting with and working with other people on your team, and you really should have some fluency in some of these very important terms. So if you haven't listened to the other entries on uh, in the AI Today podcast, you should, but also all of our other episodes, interviews with folks who are doing AI Today, our practitioners who are putting into practice the Cognitive Project Manager for AI, CPM AI methodology, which is an approach to running and managing AI projects successfully, as well as other pod- podcasts on the Failure Series use case series and lots of other things. Hey, we've been going strong for five years. Haven't run out of things to talk about yet.
0: (laughs) I know we haven't, which is wonderful. And we have many additional podcasts. So if you have not done so already, make sure to subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of our upcoming podcasts. But in our glossary series, we go over key AI, machine learning, and big data terms at a high level. And sometimes we'll present one one word in the glossary, or we'll present a few in the podcast because they group together nicely and we want to make sure that you're understanding how they fit into uh you know the the overall AI landscape. So on today's podcast, we're going to be going over what is a feature and feature engineering. So basically at a high level, a feature is any measurable input that can be used in a predictive model similar to a dimension. and we had talked about, you know dimensions, they can be things such as age height, weight, different things like that. And they're often used interchangeably. So feature and dimension are used interchangeably, especially, you know, outside of this machine learning world. And maybe, you know, for certain things, even in here, people sometimes use them interchangeably. However, the term feature is often used in the context of supervised learning. And so we had a podcast on what supervised learning is. Make sure to listen to that if you're not familiar. Um, and especially with neural network approaches, as features might be learned and different at each layer of a neural network, whereas in other algorithmic approaches, the dimensions or features are established, selected, and extracted prior to the model learning. So it's important to get an understanding, a basic understanding of what a feature is, so that when we present next feature engineering, extraction, and selection, you can keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, it is it is some confusing terminology here because sometimes you hear this term say oh what are the features of your data set and you know if you're talking just in general you could be like well you know I guess the if you think about the features of a customer you know it could be their any of the information their their name their age their location their purchases and stuff like that and then you might Try to say, well, what are we trying? The, what do we want the model to do? I guess predict something like what your next purchase might be, or who knows how long of a customer you might be. Maybe do a little regression, figure out what your lifetime value might be, something like that. And in that case, it's like the features of your data and the dimensions are basically the same. But if I'm trying to do things like facial recognition, or I'm trying to do any more anything more complicated than that, then yeah, the input data, the features might be whatever the image data is but like but what's actually the machine is actually learning is it's learning different kinds of features at each layer in the neural net now it used to be that I'll define the term feature engineering first is that feature engineering are the methods and processes that we use these are people processes in supervised learning approaches for machine learning that aim to identify enhance and optimize the training data to learn from specific aspects of the input training data set. So before we had really advanced deep learning neural nets, we wanted to do things like image and object recognition. We would actually have to spend some time in the training data set like Masking certain things, you know, highlighting certain things, you know, maybe, you know, uh, if you think about when you, you do something like 3D, like if you're trying to do some motion tracking where someone is moving around and convert that into, you know, it's an animated image, someone may actually have to draw the dots on the person back in the day as to where the arms are and this sort of stuff. It takes work, right? And there's a more specific definition for feature engineering. It's like an approach that transforms the data. So we have some input data. I'm going to transform it to some new data to create new variables, right? New dimensions, new features that aren't in the training data set. So extra data, right? And uh, we use feature engineering to produce new features. Uh, We can do that for both supervised and unsupervised learning. So there's a couple of things we might do. We might feature, create some features such as, aggregating or augmenting the data that doesn't exist such as if i'm trying to do an nlp system i might have counting of the words in the text something like that or maybe i might transform the data from one representation to another such as putting numbers into a category or categories into a number or handling missing data outliers this is actually more like data if you think about that it's more what we talk about data preparation people call that some call that feature transformation like OK, some of that's just a fancy word for data preparation, you know, scaling the data, encoding the data, standardizing the data. Maybe the data needs to be in a range between zero and one. And, you know, I have like income. Income is not between zero and one. But, I, you know, I could normalize it and say, well, zero income is zero and the highest income is one. So everything else is between it. You know, I could do things like that. Or maybe I might balance the data. Maybe I have too much data in one category, not another, resample it. That's all in feature transformation. You could see it kind of mixes a bunch of different things together and this idea of feature extraction which is that maybe not all the data is useful in the data set so i may want to pull specific aspects of the data out and extract it so the thing about feature engineering feature engineering overlaps with data engineering we have a whole podcast on data engineering uh you know but from the machine learning perspective right trying to get the data that i need add it augmented add some features whatever I might need to simplify the data set, maybe speed things up, um, you know, maybe help the training process somehow, right? And the thing about feature engineering, the reason why it comes up is before we had these advanced forms of deep learning, especially convolutional neural nets, which we define specifically, people had to spend time with the data to clean it up and enhance it because the machine learning systems had a hard time learning when it didn't have a lot of of layers and I didn't have these convolutions and things like that. And that's what machine learning engineers would do. They would have to manually select and manipulate and otherwise transform the raw training data to enhance the specific variables or features in which a machine learning system would have to learn from that training data. So, um, <clears throat> you know, they could be time intensive parts of the workflow. They could take time. And I think the part of the reason why deep learning has really taken off especially uh, in this latest wave, is because it eliminated a lot of those steps. It allowed us to, to just be more sophisticated uh, and allow the machine learning systems to figure out what those features are and automatically identify the features that are important to the learning process. So there is some historical aspect to feature engineering where like, oh my God, we used to spend all our time doing this. Now machine learning systems can do this more intelligently. But there's still this current aspect to it, which kind of overlaps more and more with different aspects of data engineering and data preparation, uh, which may or may not be specific to uh, machine learning.
0: Exactly. So hopefully now at a high level, you understand what a feature is and feature engineering extraction and selection. But of course, understanding these terms at a high level so that if you hear them in a conversation, you say, OK, I've heard that and I you know, generally understand what that is at a high level. But putting it into practice is something totally different. And that's where CPM AI comes into play. So at Cognolytica and on the AI Today podcast, we are big advocates of doing AI right including following best practices methodologies, because the failure rate for AI projects is quite high. You know, there, there's different numbers, but it's anywhere from 75 to 80% of AI projects can fail. And we don't want you to be one of those failure statistics. We want your projects to succeed. So that's why we're big advocates of following CPM AI methodology. In case you're not familiar with it and you'd like to learn more, we've created a free intro to CPMAI course for our AI Today listeners. So you can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI to sign up for free for our intro course. And if you're interested in the certification, then we encourage you to go to cognolyticacom slash CPMAI, where you can sign up for the full training and you'll get your certification at the end. I know that many of our podcast listeners are CPMAI certified, and we've had some podcasts where we've interviewed CPMAI certified individuals so that they can, you know, highlight how CPM AI has helped enhance their career, how it's helped them talk to different teams within the organization and better manage their AI and big data projects. So again, if you're interested in either the free intro course or the training and certification, we'll make sure to link to both of those in the show notes and we encourage you to check them out. Again, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you at another podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, Find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter, and more. Please visit our website at cognolytica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group, and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also, subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes.
1: Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor.